You're listening to iOS Dev Break. 15 minutes of current events, tips, and advice for iOS developers, including, but not limited to, discussions of Swift, iOS, watchOS, and tvOS. Welcome to iOS Dev Break, episode 22. I'm your host, Evan Stone, here to chat about news and topics for iOS developers. And uh, I'm super excited because I have a ton of topics to discuss now which uh, means that there's just a lot of material for upcoming episodes. But even though I have a lot of material, I always need more. So if you have a question or if if there's something you'd like to have answered or discussed, maybe some topic you're interested in, please just uh, send me a, a message, a tweet on Twitter and at mention iOS dev break. And uh, I'll get that into the queue of topics. And um, I haven't got to the point where I'm using hashtag ask, uh, ask iOS dev break yet, but maybe maybe we'll see about that. Uh, so many podcasts are, are doing that now. Um, but uh, but for, for right now, just uh, go ahead and send me a message. Um, not, a, not a DM, but just uh, send a tweet and mention at iOS dev break. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Thank you so much for listening. In this episode, we're going to talk about uh, using the debug view hierarchy f- uh, function in Xcode, and we have a couple of news items we'd like to share with you as well. Uh, getting into those, we don't really have any follow-up, but the uh, as far as our news is concerned, uh, one thing I wanted to share was uh, that uh, you can now learn Swift with the Unwrap app by Paul Hudson of HackingWithSwift.com. And uh, the GitHub project is up on his repo at Two Straws, and you can find it there. And uh, so it, it's looking like it's going to be a really excellent uh, application to learn Swift from. Uh, it's uh, I don't think it's in the App Store yet, but uh, if it is, that's awesome. And what it offers is a uh, a way to learn Swift actually in an application. And so it's got some some main sections. Uh, such as the the home area where you can get track your current progress on the lessons. There is a, a learn tab which has the content from all of the Swift in sixty seconds videos, um, and plus all of the text from it. And uh, there's a um, hundred video lessons that teach the fundamentals of Swift programming. And the app itself will be released on the App Store, as I mentioned. Uh, and I'm, like I said, I'm not sure if it is up there yet, but uh, keep checking to see. Um, also, the, the, there's a practice tab where it has activities that help you write code by tapping, dragging, typing, finding errors and predicting program output, uh, etc. And then there's even challenges that you can that test your overall knowledge of Swift once per day, and to help those uh, those Swift skills sink in. And uh, then also, what is interesting too is that he includes the topic of contributing. The Unwrap project is going to be uh, open source or mostly open source, and he even has a guide for contributing to the project. Uh, and he has it broken down into levels such as easy, intermediate, and advanced recommendations, and also uh, things like tools, overview of the app and the project organization. He discusses the navigation of the app and uh, details various features. And it looks really great. 
looks like a great way to learn Swift, uh, not only from the app directly, but from the project. And so that that actually would be really instructive is, you know, bring that project down, start looking inside there and learning from uh, learning from Paul about how to code in Swift. So it uh, looks like a great idea. He's always coming up with these innovative ideas like the, the choose your own adventure for uh, Sprite Kit uh, project, and now this with Unwrap. So uh, kudos to Paul Hudson of Hacking with Swift. And uh, I'm hoping in the future I can get him on and maybe we can on the show and then we can have a little chat. I would also like to start doing that with some other folks in the community, uh, maybe even create a spinoff uh, podcast uh, of interviews. Um, but uh, at any rate, enjoy Unwrap by Paul Hudson and Hacking with Swift. Another news item we just wanted to bring up, and this is for folks who don't update Xcode through the App Store. Uh, if you have the App Store version, you're always constantly updated. And so you probably already know that uh, Xcode 9.4.1 was released and you probably have it already, and uh, you, you probably already got it through the App Store. For those of us uh, who maybe up until now or who continue to do so to uh, directly download Xcode from Apple's uh, developer uh, portal, then uh, it's just good to know that Xcode 9.4.1 has been uh, un has been released, and that was actually released back in June. But um, the, and it seems like from the release notes, the really the, the major thing about that is that it was updated to uh, Git version 2.15.2. So uh, not a major update, but it's always good to have the latest, especially if you're collaborating with other developers. So there you go. Xcode 9.4.1 has been released. Okay, that does it for the news for this episode. And uh, moving on to our main topic, which I guess is sort of a tips and tricks kind of topic for this week. And I've been wanting to talk about the debug view hierarchy button in Xcode, also known as view debugging. And uh, so this is something that is really, really useful to developers. And it's a function that you may not even know about that, that exists. Um, there are other tools available like Reveal, uh, which probably do a little bit better of what we're going to be talking about. But it's nice to know that the functionality to do what we're going to discuss is in Xcode itself for free, and it just comes with it. So uh, this came up recently uh, in a project that I am working on, and this is sort of another topic that I like to talk about uh, in the future, which is kind of a follow-up topic on storyboards versus uh, code. But... Um, the project that I'm working on now, uh, all of the UI is built uh, using Swift code, and uh, which I'm actually really, really enjoying. I think it's uh, turning out to be a really, really uh, good way of building out the user interfaces in uh, this particular project. And uh, so that's kind of a, it's not a new thing to me, uh, but it's kind of interesting to get back to doing this after having used Interface Builder quite a bit, and now getting back to building them out of raw code. Uh, it definitely gets you more familiar with how those user interface elements are built and uh, how to do that effectively, and also how to deal with auto layout. But like I said, that's kind of a follow-up topic that we'll, we'll talk about at another time. But uh, specifically, there are times when you are, whether you use IB or not, uh, or if you build your, your user interfaces in code, that you want to be able to inspect what's going on 
under the hood in your app at a particular time. Um, maybe it just doesn't look quite right. Maybe something just isn't aligned correctly. Uh, the spacing is funny. Something is larger than you expect. Um, so wouldn't it be nice if there was a tool that you could just stop your app where you're at and then have a visual representation of all of the layers of your application? Well, that's what view debugging does in Xcode. And uh, so uh, what you do is you launch your application and uh, when it's in the debugger mode, you'll be able to pause the application using what uh, someone called recently, uh, I saw it referred to as the hot dog button. So after this person called it that, I can't really call it anything else. But the official name is the debug view hierarchy button. and uh, But you can call it the hot dog button if you want. It's uh, in the little bar uh, right above the console when you are debugging an application. And it is the, I think it's the seventh button in from the left. So, uh, you know, you have your play pause button and your step over, step into and step out of buttons. And then the next one is the little one that looks like a little vertical hot dog. And, uh, and sure enough, that's the debug view hierarchy. And uh, it's meant to represent the, the hierarchy or the layers up on, on top of each other, you know, one on top of the other. So, uh, so it's kind of a, an appropriate symbol. But uh, at any rate, it's a great function because what it does is it stops your application right there and it lets you take a look and inspect at the, the various user interface components of your app at that given time. So uh, once you go into it, then you'll, you'll see your app sort of in a wireframe representation. Some of the assets will show up there too. And then you'll be able to inspect those. And you can actually, you can turn off the, the uh, sort of rich interface, make it pure wireframe. You can explode it into a 3D view, spin it around. Um, and one of the things that I found extremely helpful is that you can also uh, turn on the uh, auto layout constraint indicators. And so what that does is once you enable that, then you'll be able to see your auto layout constraints represented uh, almost like they would look in Interface Builder, but they're there right in the user interface showing you what exactly the values are right now. You can click on items in the user interface and it will tell you, for instance, how wide or how high a particular view is. Uh, it will tell you what the constraints are. And so all of those things are super valuable for being able to debug problems that you you see when you're running it, and then you may not know exactly what's going on. Um, the other thing too that's really helpful too is if you're working with designers who are super picky about uh, pixel widths and heights and all that, um, then you'll be able to just double check and make sure that you're uh, the constraints that you're using are making the interface uh, elements the correct size. So it's a super helpful tool. And uh, yeah, it's probably not as rich and um, I guess uh, full featured maybe as something like Reveal is, but it is an excellent tool for getting things done and for uh, debugging your view hierarchy. Um, also, this, this is another topic entirely, which gets into third-party tools. Uh, and I have some opinions on this, and other people have other opinions. Um, I, I tend to be pretty pragmatic in my third-party tool usage. Um, I don't like to necessarily go overboard with finding other tools and alternate solutions. Uh, if Apple provides something, 
it's very often it's it's not going to be the most full featured thing, and this, that's definitely the case here in debug view hierarchy. But um, it gives you enough to get the job done. And in my experience, I mean, I've been a software developer for a long time since probably since 1994 or so. Tools have come and gone, and platforms have come and gone. In my experience, it's always been best to just stick with what your main language slash IDE tool vendor provides you or whatever else they recommend. So in the, in that case, it's sort of basically Xcode and whatever comes with it, plus diagnostic tools that, that they, uh, that they give you. So, uh, like instruments and so forth. And in typical Apple fashion, it may not give you all of the bells and whistles that you might be able to find in a third party solution, but, uh, it gives you enough. And then if you get to a point where it, it tests the boundaries and you just need an extra function or feature that uh, Apple doesn't give you, then that's the time to go look for a third-party tool. Uh, so at any rate, um, your mileage may vary. You may want to try other third-party tools, uh, but personally, I like to stick with what Apple gives us. And uh, the View Debugger is a, an, a super useful tool, especially if you do your user interfaces in code. And uh, so uh, hopefully that tip will help you. Maybe it's something that you've never seen before, or maybe you've seen that button in the, the toolbar, but you never really knew what it was. Uh, maybe this will help you to start debugging your view hierarchies. I will also post in the show notes uh, three links. Uh, there's one article by Natasha the Robot uh, from 2014 about Xcode 6. And actually, there's another one about Xcode 6 from raywenderlich.com that I'll put in the show notes too. Both of those kind of have a rundown on on uh, the view hierarchy debugger and how to do view debugging. And uh, But the good news is most of those principles that, that apply to Xcode 6 apply also to Xcode 9 and um, presumably 10, even though I haven't gotten too deep into to 10 with this particular aspect yet. Uh, I'm also going to put a, a link to a YouTube video, which is a Ray Wenderlich production, and it's Sam Davies, who I always really enjoy listening to, uh, and he always makes things a little bit fun, um, but he has a topic on visual view debugging in iOS, and I think that particular video goes into debugging view hierarchies in Xcode 8. So it's a little bit more current uh, or closer to what we're currently using today. So at any rate, um, hopefully that will be helpful to you and I hope you enjoy those tips. And uh, yeah, let's go out there and debug your view hierarchies. And at that, I think that's about all we have time for for this episode. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we have lots of other topics to talk about, and I'm looking forward to getting into those real quick. We also are going to be having a new sponsor uh, coming up in the next episode or two, and I'm super jazzed about that. Uh, so anyway, lots of things to look forward to uh, in the month of September. We're going to be having the Apple event on the 12th. And already, Guy Rambo's been doing his work uh, getting into the guts of uh, presumably iOS or watchOS, uh, one of those uh, SDKs, and um, or not, not the SDKs, actually the operating system, and, and finding clues about what's coming and uh, exciting screenshots of the new 
Apple Watch, which I'm very excited about. So uh, I'm hoping for good things on the 12th. I uh, hope you're excited about that too. Due to certain circumstances, I won't be able to catch that show live like I usually like to do down at the Twit Studios. But I'm sure there's going to be lots of interesting things that come out of it, and uh, maybe we'll include that in a future episode of iOS Dev Break. And at that, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you on the flip side on iOS Dev Break. Thank you for listening to iOS Dev Break with your host, Evan K. Stone. If you would like to learn more information about the podcast or read the show notes, or if you would like to hear more episodes, go to iosdevbreak.com. You can also find various other ways of supporting the show there, so we encourage you to check it out. You can also follow and tweet feedback and questions to the show on Twitter at iosdevbreak, and please spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. If you would also like to support the show in a monetary way, please go to patreon.com forward slash iOS and there you can find out how to help us out just for a dollar a month. If you are interested in sponsoring a future episode, please send an email to sponsor at iosdevbreak.com. And if you would like to advertise a job posting on iOS Dev Break, please send an inquiry email to podcast at iosdevbreak.com. We'd like to see those come in and uh, perhaps help some other developers get, uh, get employment. And uh, if you want to help them out, and you can advertise on the show. Thank you again for listening to iOS Dev Break. And until next week, we will catch you on the flip side. iOS Dev Break is a production of Interactive Logic.